Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to episode 113 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to tell you exactly what to do for three minutes to get faster. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational and let the marathon running podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond hey runners and welcome to episode 113 hello ryan hello lady how's it going pretty good how about you i'm doing pretty well as well do we ever say like no i'm doing poorly i guess we always say we're doing well well, I guess if we were having a bad day, we wouldn't be recording this weekly podcast that we do. I guess I'll plug ourselves right here. We're Ryan and Letty. We do a weekly marathon podcast on all things running, training, nutrition, mental strategies, and inspirational stories. And today we're going to talk about this magical thing that you have to do for three minutes to get faster. So every time you say three minutes a day, all I can think about is seven minute abs. Seven minutes abs? What's that about? It's a reference from an old movie, something about Mary. Yeah? Uh, I'm a salesman. I'm going to start my own company. Really? You heard of this thing, the eight-minute abs? Well, this is going to blow that right out of the water. Listen to this. Seven-minute abs. Think about it. You walk into a video store, you see eight-minute abs sitting there. There's right. seven-minute abs right beside it. Which one right. are you going to pick, man? <laughs> so I guess, um, man, that, that movie's old. What year is that from? I don't know, 1998 or something. I guess we're aging ourselves, but the good news is, according to the Apple demographics, some listeners to our podcast are mostly between 40 and 50 years of age. Oh, okay. So then most of those probably know it. Know the movie, yeah. And I guess we'll have to watch it after we <laughs> get off here, right? <laughs> it's a pretty funny movie. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about... Um, the present that I got you for Prime Day, you want to take a big guess what it is? A jump rope. <laughs> so let's talk about the jump rope a little bit. Uh, when was the last time that you jump roped? Oh my gosh. Um, yesterday? Well, it's because you just got it for me. But before that, uh, probably years. Yeah, I mean. And why is that? Why haven't you picked it up more often? I I don't know. I mean, you kind of do it in like, Maybe what, elementary school? Middle school? I think it's about time when I did it. Like when you'd have PE class and they'd bring the jump ropes out occasionally and you'd, you'd do the tricks, swapping your arms back and forth. Or you do like, I don't even know what it's called, where the two people hold the jump rope on the sides and you jump in and jump around. It used to be a thing for a while. Yeah, now it's not. Now it's video games. Yeah, now it's not. Uh, so when's the last time you went jump roping? Man, it's. I guess it was when I was a kid, just like you. And why don't you jump rope anymore? Because it's difficult for a woman. You always have to put on a sports bra. 
I honestly think that's my main reason why I don't jump rope more often. But you could do it after you run. That's the key. And I guess that's what we're going to talk about with uh, Owen today, who is a physiotherapist from Ireland. And he is also, by coincidence, the over 35 years of age record holder for the 3,000 meters. He runs that in 14 minutes. I thought you were going to say 3,000 meter jump rope. <laughs> probably too, right? <laughs> he could probably beat a lot of people if he's proficient in jump roping. Yeah, because jump roping is really a killer workout. I mean, and it makes you sweat like crazy as well. Yeah, I mean, it, make, it actually kind of makes sense from a pathophysiological point of view. Yeah. So what are you thinking are some uh, benefits that we could get from jump roping? Um, from a medical standpoint, you know, your body is constantly repairing and healing. And so if you do like low impacts or other things, it, it can help, it can help strengthen all your bones and ligaments and tendons. And it's, and essentially it's a form of cross training, I guess. And probably a little bit more controlled environment than running. Cause in running your, well, depending on where you run, I guess if you run outside, there's potholes and things to avoid and stuff. If you jump rope, relatively low injury risk and a way to strengthen all that well it depends on where you jump rope right it does <laughs> what if you take the jump rope for a run <laughs> then yeah it just makes it more complicated and higher risk i guess yeah but i guess you know it really does help you a lot with your coordination probably your breathing as well because you have to pace your breathing enhancing your cognitive skills probably you have to kind of be aware of your coordination more yeah i mean any, any of those stuff yeah it's definitely good i don't know how like how directly it relates to to running but i mean you don't need to you know any any cognitive challenge or skill is good for the mind and the body that's what they say too. That's how you teach yourself mental toughness as by putting more and more obstacles and challenges into your own way and then surpassing those and surviving. And then when you run, it seems to be an easier task than all the other things that you have done. I think some people seek that too in some ways. They seek challenges. No, I agree. So yeah, let's find out how exactly this jump roping will make us faster as a runner um, and what better person to discuss this with? Are you ready to hear from him how a jump roping can make you faster and exactly what techniques you are supposed to use? Yeah, I'm actually really just interested in knowing if we can do it in two minutes instead of three. <laughs> Making reference to something about Mary. <laughs> All right. So without any further ado, we're now going to play our conversation with Owen. All right, so I'm on here with Owen. Owen, thank you so much for joining me. Letty, thank you so much for having me. Big fan of the podcast, so uh, delighted to be a guest. That's awesome. So yeah, so the title of this episode is going to be Do This for Three Minutes to Get Faster. And then obviously we reveal that the whole thing we're going to talk about in this episode today is going to be jump roping. And particularly, I have some questions for you along those lines. But before we hop into all of this, Perhaps you can tell us who you are, what you do, and how you got involved with runners. Yeah, I'll just do a very quick tour. So I'm the current over 35 European indoor champion um, for 3,000 meters. And uh, I broke 14 minutes last year for 5,000. So 
uh, broke the sub four minute mile. Um, I've won a, about five national championships here in Ireland and ran for Ireland in European and world events. So I'm a, I'm a physical therapist or chartered physiotherapist as they're known here in Ireland. Um, so I'd always have a background in physio, but as I was getting into my late twenties, I started breaking down with little injuries. So I started doing a lot more Pilates, but a lot of Pilates isn't that specific for runners. Um, so I started adapting it, made it into sports Pilates, and then obviously COVID hit. Um, so went online, but I wasn't really happy with how people were doing it when I wasn't instructing them. So I've come up with this product called the Back Aware Belt, which kind of gives you feedback on your back position. So that's just a quick run of where I am <laughs> from runner to physio. And I lecture as well. So that's where a lot of the research would, would come from. So um, it's a nice little mix. And that's awesome. And I love how it all ties together. And wow, 14 minutes for a 5K. Amazing. Congrats on that. I you know, don't, know, don't know what else to say. Uh, yeah. The method probably really works. So let's talk about jumping ropes because there are many, many benefits to it. But first, maybe tell us how the whole jump roping thing came about. How did you think of that as the primary thing to potentially make you faster? Um, well, it comes from like plyometric work. So plyometrics is like explosive exercises, you know, so like jumping up and down, um, you know, doing like tuck jumps where you try to bring your knees to your chest or like jumping off a box and jumping up. So there would have been a good few studies in from Russia and from um, kind of Hungary looking at the effect of like explosive strength training on a thing called running economy. So there's three things that make us run fast. There is your VO2 max, which is like how much oxygen you can use. Uh, you know, we can't really change that. There's a lactic threshold, which we can really change, which is like how efficient we are with that oxygen. And then the last one is our running economy, which is essentially like how efficient we are at running. So it's like if you took a car analogy, like VO2 max is like how big the engine is. Your lactic threshold is how like how efficient you can burn the oil or the gas. And then the running economy is like, are the tires fully, uh, fully pumped? Are the windows up? If you have the windows down and, and really soft tires, you're not, it's going to be a lot harder. The engine's going to have to work a lot harder to run. So what, what we want to do with, um, with our running is think of little things that can improve our running economy. Because with running, we're just going to improve our threshold if we're doing that work correctly anyway. So with, with jumping rope, what I like about it is I found that people can get injured doing plyometric work. So while it's great jumping off boxes or jumping up and down, it's, it's a lot for people. And as well, if people have poor technique, there's nothing that stops them doing something incorrectly. The biggest, biggest thing that I like about jumping rope is it called a self-limiting exercise. Now, what that means is it, you've jumped, you know, uh, we've been chatting on emails, like if you've jumped rope in the past, if you can't do it correctly, you're just going to keep hitting the rope. So once you set, say, three minutes, and we'll talk about like a routine you can do to try and improve your running economy. And as you said, you know, you like to get into stats. So we'll just talk about how, what the stats showed improved. But you don't have to worry about injuring yourself or doing it incorrectly because you keep hitting the rope. 
So a self-limiting exercise is great for that because it, if you can't do it correctly, you can't do it. So it's very hard compared to jumping off a, a box, which you might actually get better, but hurt yourself. Um, yeah. So that's why I really like jump rope. It's that self-limiting effect. It's like, if you can't do it correctly, you can't do it, which means that you build up very safely. That makes complete sense. I mean, it's the one thing that if you're not doing it right, it's not going to work, right? <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So as you get better, like, so your muscles are getting stronger each day as you get more coordinated. So it's very hard then to overdo it. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure we have a bunch of listeners that are halfway listening and halfway on Amazon trying to figure out what is the best jump rope that we can buy. Yeah. Why don't we help them? Are all jump ropes created equally? You know, enlighten us because a lot of us probably haven't seen a jump rope since you know high school. Yeah. If you were going to buy one, you want to, most of them are adjustable. So I would say get whichever one you feel comfortable with. I don't think you have to go for something super fancy. If you're measuring it for yourself, you put it under your right foot, bring the two handles up and the two handles should be adjusted to the top of your shoulder for, for beginners. So essentially there should be like six to 12 inches of a space over your head when, you, when you're skipping. So that's the best way to do it. So you just put it under your foot, the middle of it, lift it up. And if the two handles are at your shoulders, it's perfect. If it's lower, it's going to be a lot harder. Okay. So that's the basic thing. And then what about the handles? I know there's some that have longer handles because I guess you can do more tricks with them or then there's ones with shorter handles. Again, I didn't, I didn't overly worry about that as long as, it was, as long as it was appropriately measured for someone, I thought it was fine. Okay, perfect. And then here we are. How do we jump rope? Do we, are we supposed to do the jump where you do a skip in between? Are you supposed to jump with two legs, one leg? What's the right way of, of doing it for the most benefit for your, I guess, for your running career? Yeah. So what we, we recommended was like, you do like a double leg for 20. So you do feet together, double leg for 20, just one each time it comes down. Then you go single leg for 10 switch to the other leg for 10 and then do all turn alternative. Like, so right leg, one, two, left leg, one, two, right leg, one, two, left leg, one, two. And that would be two repetitions say, and you do that for 10. Does that make sense? And then yeah. you take a little, take a little bit of a break. Usually that takes about 50 seconds. You can take a break for like, say 10 seconds and then repeat that two more times. Now, as we said, the, the brilliance of the jump rope is that um, it's self-limiting. So set your watch for three minutes. You, if you haven't done it in years or if you've never done it, it's going to take a while. So like the first day you mightn't get 20 done, the mind 20 and then single leg, single leg, and then alternating. That's the goal to build up to. But just doing double leg, then trying to get single leg, will allow you. And I've seen people do this, say, within three or four weeks. The first week, they're lifting their knees super high. Uh, they're hitting the rope every second one. They can't go on one leg. They're not. It's really good to see imbalances between the body. And then after I, I, I see them four or five weeks later, and then it's like a different person skipping. So just be patient with it and don't overdo it. Don't think I need to get all these reps done. You don't. You just set your time for, say, three to five minutes max. 
if you're doing it, you can do it up to four times a week. Two times a week is, is, is perfect. What I do is I leave the jump rope in my car. So you can either do it warming up for a workout or at the end of a run. So for end of a run, before I go into the house, I just, I, I started, the way I started doing it was coming back five minutes early from a run. So say if you're doing a 60 minute run, 55 minutes, I'd be back at my house. I take out the jump rope and you're going to get so much more benefit from doing that because as I said, there's a, there's a really good study by Garcia Pinlos in 2020. And that's, that's what got me interested when I saw it as well. And what they found was that it helps that plyometric performance. So it helps your running efficiency. So people who did five, say five minutes or three minutes of jump rope twice a week improved their 3000 meter times by 3%, which is, which is pretty substantial compared to people who just ran the extra five minutes improved only 1.5%. And that's running economy by doing an, a, something like jump rope can improve between one to 6%. And that can lead to a one to 6% improvement in perf- running performance. They're kind of correlated very, very close. It doesn't really improve after that, but a 6% improvement is, is absolutely massive. And what they found was the things that improved are like arch stiffness in your foot that improved by like 8%, your jumping performance. So how high you could jump improved by like 10%. And just your plyometric, like how much elastic energy you're able to bounce forward for each step improved by 13%. And the group that kept running, there was no improvement. That's some big statistics. Yeah. yeah. Sharing that with us. Um, And I mean, definitely, I guess it's one of those things we just have to be patient with, but we know that with time we can get better at it. And I encourage everyone to maybe do a video before and after right? and we tag you in it and you can see how it goes and see how it's kind of like a weight loss journey in a way that you see how you get better over time just by doing something repetitively. It's like playing the piano, you know, in the beginning you see the notes and you don't know what you're doing. Your fingers are not coordinated with each other and then you can yeah, totally. movements. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think it's a nice one. And again, I said, I love running, but it can be a little bit monotonous. This is, that extra challenge to the body, it just makes you a bit more dynamic. And again, it, it, one, it, it takes no extra time. You, you're, if you're out for a 60-minute run or a 50-minute run or whatever you are, or a longer run, you just add this instead of some running. So it takes no time to do this, but it seems to bring a lot of benefits to that running economy. Yeah. And then what about injury prevention? Do you believe that jumping rope is, has any type of injury prevention qualities as well? Yeah. Now I wouldn't have the studies on that as much, but you would imagine so, because what you're doing is by, by stiffening the arch, by getting the, the, the muscles of the feet, you're stressing them a little bit more than they normally do, which allows, which allows your body to activate the muscles a little bit more. And remember, we talked about at the start that importance of most running injuries occur because of an overload, just repeating the same thing, having a lack of variation in your training so that like the tendons and the ligaments are getting overloaded. So by doing something that's challenging your body, making you say get on your toes, making you think about your coordination, you're automatically firing up your muscular system. 
And by working your muscular system, it will automatically then take pressure off your passive system, which is your ligaments, your joints, and your tendons. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's great. As you said, it's, it's one of those where, like I have friends who like would never do Pilates just because they just don't, they just like going out running. You know, that's what they do. So even though, like I have friends who do and uh, clients, but they'll, even those I can convince to do jump rope, we just go back to the car a little bit earlier. And if, if it's in the back seat or it's in your trunk, you just take it out and do it. Do you know, like I would, I would definitely do it before you go into the house. Cause once you go into the house, you're not coming back out. Yeah. So we talked about the technique of the, you said, so two legged 20 times, one legged 10 times each side, and then a variation of two hops on one side and one um, and two hops on the other side for a repetition of 10. Yeah. Yeah. So you've done 20 like hops again, say. Okay. So we do that and we try to repeat that a few times until we hit our time goal. But yeah. what about the different type of jumping that we see? Can jump roping ever be used as a substitute for running? I'm thinking about the people that live in places where it's cold in the winter and they want to get some sort of cardio out. Have you ever thought about doing jump roping for more than that, maybe 30 minutes at a time just in place? That would be an excellent study to do. I actually must look into that because the, the, like when you do jump rope, the actual like aerobic output is a lot higher than when you're running, you know, if you're doing a jog. So I would imagine that if you did like say 30 minutes of jump rope, it would be really good to see how, what's the equivalent metabolic output of say a run. And then how does that correspond to uh That's a great study. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> have to bring you on as a co-author on that one, Letty. That's a really good study. Yeah, I haven't looked at that. I must search if that's out there. And if it's not, it's a great one to do. So I think I'll, uh, I'll have to write that up. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else that we should know about jump roping benefits um, and things that, that this could help us with? No, I think we got the main things. I think why jump rope? Oh, this one is just important because... Sometimes, especially indoor, people think, oh, I'll just like mimic jump roping. I'll just do it with my hands after a run. That does not work. It's the self-limiting part of jump rope. It would work in terms of like the plyometric performance, but you might overdo it and you might hurt yourself. What's great about the jump rope is, I know I've said it a few times, is it's foolproof. You, you can either jump or you can't jump. And having the patience to hit the rope and be frustrated and go, God, I only got like four jumps there that time or 10 jumps in three minutes or whatever the number is. As you improve, your muscles are getting used to that. If you just go out and just try jump and pretend to jump rope, you'll do too much um, and you might overload your body. Gotcha. Yeah. So the self-limiting or an inability to coordinate with us actually play in our favor because it helps our body get used to. Yeah, exactly. It, it slows up. It allows the adaptation to occur as your body is, is uh, getting more coordinated for it. How cool. Well, thank you, Owen, so much for coming on and talking to us about that. Um, I really appreciate it. And I hope that You know, we can hop back on here sometime soon and maybe record something on Pilates. Yeah, perfect. And as I said, we'd love to do that. And that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Nettie, thanks so much. I really enjoyed this. 
Thanks, Owen, for coming on and speaking with me. And I cannot wait to record our next episode in the future with you about all things Pilates. Oh, he does Pilates too. He sure does. He knows how to keep his body strong. So I'm excited for that. Anything else from you, Ryan? Have a happy week of running. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.